It is the Daily Talk Show, episode 293. What's going on, guys? It is uh, Thursday here in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, it's a stinking hot week again here. Summertime. But Th- 36 yeah. the top. And uh, I was just going to say, I was wanting to frame where we are in Melbourne for people who don't understand. We're on the fringe of the CBD, mm. the central business district. We're a few kilometres on a tram, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a train, but goes on the road. It's, it's like a train, but affected by traffic. <laughs> so an annoying train. Yeah, it is a, in some regards, it's a poor man's bus. They are great. I'm, they've been around for a long time here in mm. Melbourne. They used to have them in Sydney. They're actually bringing them back to Sydney. Um, George Street, I think in the CBD, maybe George Street. They're, anyway, they, they've created a new rail. It was George Street, yeah. yes. And um, who else has got them? Well, we don't have, I think the new age tram might be a monorail. Oh, yeah. Would you say that? Elevated above, so there's no traffic. Mm. It's just, yeah, there was one in Sydney. They've taken that one away. The monorail. The monorail. But uh, I I think a lot of people get into the, if you're in the inner city, yeah, you, a lot of people get into the whole tram thing. If you're within, I think it's two two kilometres, yeah. it's like free tram travel. The the one difference, oh, the, the tram free tram thing, so there's just like a zone in the CBD where it's free. Mm. And if you travel without a ticket and you enter that zone, so when you're travelling without a ticket, there's some anxiety happening. It's like, yeah. <gasps> I hope there's no ticket inspectors. Similar anxiety to stealing something from a shop and walking out. <laughs> yeah, I guess there'd be similar anxiety. Mm. So you're sitting on the tram and then over the loudspeaker, as you enter this zone, it says, boom, 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 you have now entered the free tram zone. Mm. And you're just like, can oh, relax. I can rest easy. I can't believe, <laughs> I feel like if I was to ever be on a tram and not be paying and not yeah. Uh, touching on, as they say, we have a s- system called Mikey here, yeah, which is flawed. Yeah, which is it's very slow. Um, it's like um, in L- London they have Opal, is it, or yeah. is that in Sydney? Uh, L- London Oyster, Oyster cards. Is it, what do you know? Do you Opal know that Sydney name? Oyster cards. Yeah, yeah, Opal yeah. Sydney. Yeah. yeah, Oyster cards. Yeah, that's cool. That is a system that works. Yeah, it it's, works very well. Well, the the thing is, these are uh, these are not government owned. Businesses. Well, they're contracted out. I think they like do a tender or whatever. Yeah, and they make of so much cash. Mm. And so the the one in my, like I still don't know if I tap on and tap off. And literally every time I get on the bus, I start googling it. Yeah. And uh, this is rarely, so it's like you know, it's not like every day. It's like once every couple of months. And I'm just to- I just cannot remember if you tap on and also tap off because mm. uh, in in a New York and London, I think you're tapping on and tapping off. So to get but out. so much quicker. I so feel. much quicker. The, I remember I've probably been on a bus more overseas than in Australia. I feel like I, I yeah. use public transport. You haven't lived more. in Sydney. If you live in Sydney, it's bus town. Mm. There's trains, but there's like a whole bunch of areas where you can't get to. And the bus system is epic. Mm. It's like if you live in Bondi, the closest train station is Bondi Junction, which is – four k's from bondi beach and then you can go further to the other beaches and you have to get a bus and the system over there works so well it's all what the the, what where it actually matters is if the system works if the system works you'll use it yeah exactly there was a woman on a a melbourne train sorry a melbourne tram um uh, this week who there was a photo of her and she had her eyes closed sitting on the chair and then across from her, so someone was taking a video from mm. the opposite chairs, taking a video and there was a ticket inspector sitting down talking to this young lady and the young lady had her eyes closed. She looked, you know, well-dressed. Mm-hmm. She looked a bit hippie-ish. Um, 
she was meditating and she said to the ticket, ticket inspector, I've got eight more minutes or something like that. I've got six more minutes left. I'll be with you in a moment. And she was just meditating on the chair. And she definitely <laughs> didn't tap on, <laughs> do you think? No, I think the whole story was that she, she did wasn't, tap on. Yeah, she wasn't someone who was trying to uh, evade the system, break the just law. Just being a bit annoying. She, well, she was meditating. Leave her alone. I don't but, know if that's... I mean, you've got one side like this person's just doing their job, asking people. Yeah, I feel like you should just be doing like what they say. Yeah, but she was meditating. It's I, not I mean, an airline. Like if you did that on a flight, yeah, that, okay. all of a sudden you'd be thrown off and yeah. they'd, be, they'd have you <laughs> The privilege to use the service mm. is, is one to probably. accept that. I was sitting on a, on a tram coming over to work. This was about a year and a half ago. And I was sitting next to this lovely, sort of lovely lady, casually dressed. Sort of looked at her and smiled, looking out the window. And then maybe 30 minutes into the trip, she pulls out a badge at me. And she's like, uh, I've just got to check your ticket, thanks. I felt like I'd been hard done by. I, yeah. I felt like we'd built rapport. Mm. It sounds <laughs> and then like she'd got me. And I was a law-abiding citizen that day, a Mikey-abiding citizen. So I was fine. But these are undercover um, ticket inspectors. It sounds like um, there's a show in the States, I think it's called Dateline. Yeah, where they, it's, I think it's called to catch a predator. <laughs> yeah, that's it's enjoyable and disgraceful all at the same time. Yeah. So it's like the thing is, it's uh, you know thirteen. Uh, what a guy thinks is a thirteen-year-old girl that he's chatting to. Yeah, he's a fucking essentially a pedophile. Yes, and he's saying, "Hey, yeah, come over" and all that sort of thing. And then yeah. it's so fun watching. Like, there's a guy I forgot his name, but he comes out like the real, host, the host, real smug, fuck, just being like. You got done. Yeah. I mean, when was the, I would love to know when the last episode of that Dateline show was filmed because I think like nowadays, imagine how and – and I have no sympathy for or pedophiles. empathy for pedophiles mm. whatsoever. Mm. We're a no I, pedophile show. <laughs> definitely no ped zone. But what happens to those people like the, the shame – so if they've never acted out and I'm not – like I'm literally just playing – Or a no ped, ped show. No, no ped, ped show, show. I must say. But if they've never acted out and they're just being creeps online, mm. they should be prosecuted. But at what extent is it wrong that they're outed on a reality television show? I think it's fair. I think if they're – I think that we've Like created- in the day and age where shame – like public – public shaming and like public prosecution Mm. is greater than ever. I think you need to, I reckon all of these things need to happen. Mm. Like uh, George Powell, uh, what was, what was he? And it was a priest Mm. or whatever got his being convicted. And uh, there, there is an active, it's a cultural phenomenon Mm. almost of people yelling abuse and create, but you have to do that. I think that as society, it's like we, we feel like we need to be expressing some something mm. in this time to, sh- well, to make a very clear statement that it's not okay. We're in a pretty PC time and a show like that, the sensibility of even dangling bait out for these predators, like I could see no, that people that, would see that nah. as like, you're. I know you're catching them but you're also nah. dangling bait. Like I don't reckon it would. It. I don't reckon. I think that where it probably gets trickly is tricky is when you're dealing with oh, like, like trickly, trickly word. with um, like the mentally ill and stuff like yeah. that. But I think that it's a, um, yeah, I don't know. Like you do probably feel sorry for these mm. people but you also think about the destruction that they cause. It's fact. By doing this We're stuff. in no pet zone. Do you no. know there is like a support group for people who have thoughts really? of 
yeah. acting out towards children, but they've never acted out. Yeah, and so they come together and they feel so much guilt around it, so much shame mm. about it's like never a mental doing illness it. or something. Yeah. That's a fucking hard one. Mm. Hard one. Like if you would Yeah, you said you said to me yesterday, I'd be so disappointed if I found out one of my mates was a pedophile. Well, the th- yeah, because I was just <laughs> thinking about like well, George pa- George Powell, this guy. We can talk it like uh, in Australia, they had a gag or order or whatever because yeah. there was trial, so no one could talk about it. Mm. But um, Cardinal George Pell, yeah. he was connected to the Vatican. He was a Melbourne, uh, a Melbourne man who high up was in very Catholic high up. Thing. High no, up. but just imagine if you were giving this guy because the thing is when you're giving people references, yeah, you're just banking on the fact that you like who know who if. Because I think there's probably there's been pushback where it's like, oh, people are giving personal references and stuff for George Powell, and they're being yeah. like, "How bad is that?" Yeah, I mean, John the Howard, thing is, the pre- yeah. previous the, Prime Minister of Australia. But the thing is, I'm sure, like, they're not knowing that he's a pedophile, yeah. and so that's what's so fucked up about it. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, giving references, putting your name to something. I mean, you would think. I think people just get unlucky, as in, mm. if you've. Actually had a nice conversation with somebody. Well, how are you meant to know? Like, how I've are you had meant some, to? Oh, maybe the the interesting bit is when you've like I've had people close to me that are, I, I you know hold up quite high, and respect, um, recommended people and vouched for somebody, and my interaction with that somebody hasn't been good. It's been shit house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. But just, just a bad client. Just <laughs> bad, bad <laughs> yeah. operator. Yeah, yeah. Just like Absolutely. no idea treating me with disrespect, mm. and and then I think about the person who put me in touch. I'm like, I, I almost sort of, it sort of brings them down, not... But you also need to realise it's like, what are they, what context do they have, Yeah, right? Um, moving away from pedophiles. Oh, yeah, we've got to do the check-in around the world uh, mm. for Mr. 97's mission to find love. We've had some um, support. Uh, Mr. 97, we've had support come in from... All around ten- the world. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, great. Chelsea. She's um, she's wrapped, mate. <laughs> she said, good luck, Mr. 97, today. That was, this was before your yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Remember, if it is meant to be, it's meant to be. Don't stress too much. Awesome, that's lovely, legend. Chelsea. Thank you. And she mentioned about a bunch of other stuff. Your your um, you know, your support's gone. This is now support she, for the Daily Talk Show. She could have made a poem. If it's meant to be, if it's meant to be. Otherwise, there's always <laughs> Chelsea in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that could be. She said, "I listen to the Daily Talk Show every day while I do cardio to make it more enjoyable." She's hinting. <laughs> she's, she's hinting. I think that's what it is. She does it? cardio. Cardio. She uh, trains. Yeah, and then I enjoy watching Netflix afterwards it's it's now one of my favorite parts of the day thanks for the quality content every day so she she likes quality content which is on netflix mm. uh and she likes training so chels that could be fun just yeah, saying maybe there could be yeah there could be a nice because i was bringing that to mr <laughs> mr 97 brie yeah. was pointing out like i was showing her bits from the show yesterday and like sort of yeah. doing the the update yeah i actually will driving mr 97 home mm. and i was trying to show brie content and she was was she driving no i was no, I Josh was driving. was driving are <laughs> you trying to show her content? Well, i was like hey can oh, you just audio bring up content your no no yeah. video i was like bring up your phone oh so you outsourced it to mr 97 what's a brie no you just told brie to do oh, it okay yeah okay yeah and what did she say it. what was she do you remember oh, she, yeah, she's like, nah, I can't be. Bo- what is she was motion sick. She, motion, mind, oh, yeah, motion she sick. said, I, I can't look it in the car. But as soon as we got home, <laughs> I had it all out showing. But she yeah. was saying, she was like, oh, um, you got to be careful when you like when I um, what did it, what was the the moment? Oh yeah, when I asked 
Mr. 97, if it was still open. Yeah. Mm. And, he, uh, and I said, oh, open for business. I went, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, got to be careful of the laugh. That you yeah. don't oh, look the, like. you, your laugh. Mm, uh, it was well, unclear whose laugh she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, true. Uh, what I have realised throughout this whole thing with a team player like Mr. 97, mm. you put a question to him, he'll answer it. Yeah. So be careful about the question. That, like you got to understand. And then you put it out on Instagram, that bit. Yeah. So I, I was like, geez, he, he's really doubling down. It's <laughs> doubling down. You've got to be comfortable with it. But the thing is that we would hope that people understand the yeah. full context. Yes. You bring out – we cut a bit that makes it sound like you're a um, – I'm not going to double down on that. Like, but you know, you so you could easily cut up a bit to be like, oh, Tommy oh. Jacket said we should yeah, give pedophiles yeah, another yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, give them a go. Yeah, yeah. Or so <laughs> I don't, I don't mind if anything's like cut of cut of me saying. So. I mean, as long yeah. as it's not, and as long as it's not disrespecting anyone else, and that's no, mm. I appreciate that. Like, because yeah. if you actually taking the time to watch this show or listen to this show, you yeah. you get yeah, yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you saying, oh, but like it was your, you said, are you still like, like it's you could feed someone an answer and they come, mm-hmm. yeah, and people I don't mean, know the the reality of it all which yeah. is slow and steady he's yeah. being very respectful dude he's the guy's <laughs> never gone on a date there couldn't be anyone less yeah anyone you know he's he's a great man yeah. he's yeah. not so, a, a what, what do you call it a man i was gonna say manophile <laughs> <laughs> a manophile no I've i think you're a womanizer anyway uh so chelsea uh Chelsea from Tennessee. Oh, sorry. I have to bring up one other thing that Chelsea yeah. said. It's probably a no-go. So maybe it's she's a, she runs, but she's not. Um, you're not for her more so. She said, my best friend growing up showered with her dog and it was possibly the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. Nah. There is nothing oh. quite as uncomfortable as a dog watching you naked, but I'm also one of those people who shuts dogs out of the bathroom when I go pee. Yeah. You're a weird unit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like I get that. So she just doesn't like the whole, I think from a hygiene point of view, I sort of get it. Um, <laughs> the dog, like, I guess I feel like after showering the dog while you're in the shower, you'd want to yeah. take the dog out and have like a full right. clean with your own shampoo. Right. and yeah. Dangling tackle, you could just jump up and... <laughs> yeah, it's a slight... Be careful, yeah, bro. It's a, a slight risk. <laughs> but um, also we heard from uh, Dylan from Toronto who has... We've got some very exciting updates coming. Uh, should we tomorrow we'll talk about it? Yeah, fun fun one for Fat Friday. About the squeegee stuff. So Chels, as one of the squeegee members, yeah. the squeegee crew. First five she was. You'll be interested in knowing what's happening with that. But yeah. um, Dylan from Toronto did say, keep looking for Love 97, sending heart from Canada. That's, That's nice. Awesome. Right. So you got your American support, you've get, got your Canadian, Canadian, Australian. It's it's coming in from right around the globe. Mm. Someone else who does love you and supports you is um, Eric, yeah. our American cor- correspondent. Mm. We should we should get him up. He's he's from um, uh, Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah. So we we try and uh, give him a buzz every what day? This is it Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Every yeah. Thursday. Once it's a week. Wednesday. That is the promise. And we haven't broken it yet. Mm, it's Wednesday, Eric's time. So we're just FaceTime audioing so it doesn't cost me a huge amount of money. Eric, Eric, Eric. Store clerk manager, how may I help you? <laughs> What's going on, mate? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, very well. Uh, where are you right now? Paint the picture for us. Uh... I'm smelling some OxyClean. <laughs> <laughs> smelling some OxyClean. What is that? It's it's like a uh, uh, it's like a cleaning product. I'm guessing. That's what you wash your clothes with. Okay, great. So okay. it's sort of a nice laundry yeah. smell. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on, I'm on the laundry aisle of the family dollar. Okay, yeah. great. Is that, that a is that, that a um, supermarket? Is it or a convenience store? No, they, I, I mean, it, it, what, what would you call this? A supermarket? A convenience yeah. store? Supermarket. Um, He's finding out. He's asking something. N- n- no, no, no. More on the convenience store side. It's more convenient than behind it is me. Super. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He he he's taking too long to answer the question. Like we're like live on the air. We got we got things to talk about. Yeah. Hey, Eric, what what jobs have you had across your life? You you answered the phone what, like you were the manager. So I'm just what job what jobs that I had across my life? You mean before I did drugs? Or after <laughs> both. Let's get the pre-drug, post-drug. I mean, I mean, you know, there there was the corner pimp. There was the sexaholic. <laughs> Have you ever done? Have you, have hey you ever man, worked at a fast food place? I, I, yeah, I, I worked at Chick Fil A. Oh, mm. People Josh's, love Chick Fil A. My bro's brother. from North Carolina, and he um, he was sort of bragging because uh, the guy who was the what is the MC of a wedding? What's that called? When he's Master like of the, ceremonies? No, 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 no. The actual the officiant. Yeah, the celebrant, the middleman. Yeah, the, the celebrant. The middleman between him and God. Yeah, no, as in him and the like the partner. That he's it's doing called the, the preacher. The preacher. Yeah, he um. Well, wasn't the preacher? Well, what, what is, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is the title for the man officiating the wedding? Celebrant. In a, yeah, celebrant. Yeah, celebrant. An officiant, right? Yeah, it's called officiant. He's asking. I like that you're getting the convenience store crew mm. on it. But no, the guy who did that bit, he owned a bunch of Chick Fil A's, and that was a big talking point within the. The whole um, space, and so you worked at Chick Fil A. Any other fast food joints? I worked at Pizza Hut. Pizza yeah. Hut. Did Great. they? Hey, uh, did they have all you can eat Pizza Hut in America? We did at one point in time. Yeah. And did they have a setup? So in Australia, Pizza Hut used to be. It actually had a specific design with the roof. Um, yeah, we call them red roofs. Red roofs. Red roof. And is it still the same there? Do they still have the no, red roofs? No, we don't. We, we don't have those anymore. They decided to discontinue all the pizza huts because the fat boys are going and eat all the food, and they couldn't <laughs> keep the pizzas out there. So can and you, so, can you, you know, get takeaway still from there? You can. You can get takeaway if you're not scared to get shot seven times on the way out the door. Yeah. Why? Sure. Is it a dangerous area? No, I mean they, they, it, that was a joke. They're they're not they're not that dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, Pizza Hut, it's, 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 is it saying because you and I were talking over the weekend about Taco Bell versus Chipotle, and you were giving me a whole lesson on sort of socioeconomics and where people eat and all that all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chipotle is where the rich white people go, and Taco Bell is where the poor black people go. Yeah, okay, cool. And, and is the, I mean, what is what's the upcoming? Uh, fast food, like for when we go to the US, we get excited about In and Out. Is mm. that considered sort of white guy territory, or like what is what do you think is the seeing the as In and Out? In and Out is more of a uh, West Coast store. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have over here on the East? We have uh, five, five guys. guys. Yeah. yeah, we have Steak and Shake. Mm-hmm. We have. Um, uh, list some places. I'll tell you whether we have. What about uh, Whataburger? I feel like I had somewhere no, in that's the- West Coast. Carl's Junior. That's Carl's Junior. Is Hardee's on the east? Hardee's. Oh, it's a different name. Yeah. Do you know what we call same people? Burger King. Do you know what we call Burger King in Australia? What Hungry, Hungry Jacks. Jacks? It's actually the same logo and everything. 
Oh wow, Hungry yeah. Jack. I was gonna I was gonna call it uh, um, Booger King, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> Booger King. So, what else have you done in, in your life? So, you've done the sort of uh, fast food joints. What anywhere else? Uh, I delivered newspapers. I uh, I worked at a grocery store. I worked in the airport. Oh, cool. Uh, did you do TSA or what did you do at the airport? Like baggage I, stuff? Yeah. No, I, I got felt up by the TSA like seven times. <laughs> but um, I did uh, – so at the Norfolk International – so when you go into any airport, you'll notice that there's a food court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know them well. And those – yeah, those food courts, they're, they're different little areas, maybe a, uh, a beer place or mm-hmm. something. But anyway, all of those those – areas are serviced by one particular person. So you get this one guy, he has a cart and he goes around and he makes sure that all of their back rooms are stocked because the, sure. whatever they need up front is put in a vault somewhere to, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Mm. Did you now yeah. in, in Australia, uh, gun laws are very tight. I've actually, I've shot a gun in the U S at a gun range. What's your view on the gun stuff? Have you ever owned a gun? Do you own a gun? I refuse to get a gun because I know about 12 people I'll shoot the first time I get my hands on one. (laughs) So, um, so I am, uh, uh, anti gun for that purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, I, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of stray away from the politics of everything in my life. So, uh, but, uh, and do you, I, do you get cool a sense, it. though, that... Um, He's in a military town. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably wouldn't want to mess around Can so you much. Can you have open... What's it called? Open, open carry? In the state of Virginia? Yeah. As a black man? No. What do you yeah. mean, as a black man? So, the, in all seriousness, but in all seriousness, is there... Okay, in all seriousness, yeah. in, in any part of America as a black man, you don't even want to breathe openly. Really? <laughs> That's so interesting, isn't yeah. it? So the, is the it, open you, carry thing... Does that scare you? Like, are, are, are you thinking about this? No, because yeah. I like white people and they like me, so yeah. we're good. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that it has to be that uh, that conversation of you saying, hey, I like you, like, it's, it's, it feels sad to me that that's even a conversation, mm. that it's like there is that sort of um, division can so you, you said on a show a long time ago that there's nothing that happens in Australia. Yeah, well, I and, feel and you like you feel like that Australia is boring. Well, yeah, because I think there's that nothing there's, popping off. I don't think that we have the. Um, it doesn't feel like the racial division doesn't feel as sort of prevalent as it does, say, in the US. Mm. But we definitely yeah, have our there. own bullshit, <laughs> which is like the uh, uh, the indigenous history and how. Mm. Uh, the governments have um, treated them and things like that. I, I, I think I was talking about how it's such a safe place. Like it doesn't feel like much has happened in like our lifetime mm. being here. Yeah, sure, there's been some bad things happen, Yeah, but not to the extent that there has been or that's, that we've witnessed over in the States. The States have they've taken a beating. Mm. I mean, is that the cost of being the greatest place on earth? You know, big, the, well, I they, couldn't believe how big the population well, is. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's a thing because compared to the United States, you live on a toilet. <laughs> but um, so therefore, you know, more money, more problems. Mm. And uh, the fact that most countries in the developed world. How are you? I'm sorry. You going to be all right? I'm, all right. I'm doing good. Let me get on out your way. That's right. I, 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 I'm sorry about that. 
um, most, most, most countries in the developing world, um, have an identity. If you go to Australia, you know, you're going to get one group of people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you go to America, we have, we're like, so it's like purebreds versus mutts and America's a, <laughs> there's a country of mutts yeah. that we don't really have a, an identity. So we're all fighting, trying to figure out who the hell we are. Uh-huh. And that's where the big controversy comes from. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I mean, we've found that when we've come to America, there's been some things that are slightly behind in terms of like paying like over in Melbourne, in Australia, we're using pay pass a lot, which is our cards. We just tap them and go. And when we came to America, it was like people are still inserting pin numbers, signing for yeah. stuff, doing checks. Are you, is that your, is that what you've, how you've been paid check and, and that kind of stuff? So it's, it's, it's still a backward system where a lot of folks are uh, still kind of, um, we were talking about this earlier today. If you know, uh, Josh loves to live on my Instagram <laughs> and we were like, uh, by the way, I thank you for living there. It just makes me feel okay. so comfortable about myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we were talking about this earlier about how there's some in the world who get treated like a piece of meat and they love to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the thing that we were talking about all day is, you know, we have this kind of mindset that's just so deep that we can't figure out how to get out of it. And that's just, that's kind of the struggle we face, the depressing part that we face. Yeah. I mean, and uh, what do you think has, has the U S changed? Do you think a lot in the last um, few years? Like, are you noticing, like what, what's your perception of where you live? Um, so it, it's gone from a level of legal slavery to, mm-hmm willing slavery mm. meaning i will allow you to do this to me <laughs> uh-huh. yeah and so minimum and, and wage you and i were talking about minimum wage over the uh weekend and you're talking about a guy in australia who worked at macca's he's getting like 20 bucks an hour mm. and it's like in the u.s like what's minimum wage at at the moment depending on what part of the u.s you live in mm-hmm. um in some parts it's 15 dollars in, in the state of Virginia, it's still seven twenty five. Wow! Oh wow! And how, um, how much is something like rent? Like if we're to comparatively look at the numbers, depends on where you live. Mm. Um, if you if you prefer to live in a gated community, maybe eighteen to two thousand a month. If you prefer, to, yeah, a mm-hmm. month. Yeah. If you if if you prefer to get shot by tomorrow, you'll maybe pay three hundred. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> which so- which area are you living in? Uh, so I, I live in not necessarily a gated community, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I kind of live on a, on a back farm by myself, which makes me feel good about myself. Uh, it looks so beautiful that, uh, like the water that you look onto is awesome. Yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, Josh can pretty much describe it because every time we chat, I kind of look at it and and trying to contemplate all the stuff that he's trying to tell me about my life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and and rent wise, like what what's the like? I pay, twelve. I pay like sixteen hundred a month mm. at, for a, a uh, two bedroom. Seeing as I don't, I don't pay rent. Yeah, because you're in a family home. The place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but I'm guessing probably um, like the the eight hundred, seven or eight hundred dollars a month. I mm. feel like seems like a pretty common occurrence mm. for sort of like if you were in like my. I think my brother bought a place in the States and it's like, you know, like North Carolina, it's like $120,000. You can 
buy own. a place yeah. where it's that's like, because you that's because your brother lives in a southern country that's probably literally the country yeah 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 so what is that you so buy, what does you, that mean meaning that your your brother can buy a house in North Carolina for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, one hundred twenty thousand dollars in New York may get you a bathroom <laughs> yeah, suite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't get you anything, right? That's probably yeah, rude yeah, for yeah. You. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking um, just before about public transport. We're talking about in a, in Melbourne we have trams. Do you know what a tram is? Uh, that's a train that runs down the middle of the street. I'm not illiterate, man. No, Come no, on no. I, I know a little bit about life. <laughs> yeah, but maybe there's, there's no trams in Norfolk, right? Yes, we have a tram. We got one Tuesday. It's okay. Really? Do, do you really have a tram, though? Yes, we have a train that runs down the middle of the street. I have to give you a picture of it. Can yeah? Can you please send us a picture and we'll put mm. it on Instagram? The yeah. Is it we, dark we, we, yet? Because it's it's what six p.m. or something. Well, I'm nowhere near the train, so okay. I can't do that right now. Get running. <laughs> no, are, uh, you, so, are you actually yeah. working right now? I mean, I, I'm I'm here because I'm with someone. I'm not working. This yeah. is not my job. Uh-huh. No. Okay, Nobody's no. going to get me fired. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't want to get you fired. That's why I asked. <laughs> and the I, I, and so, did, you're going, sorry, Eric? No, I'm sorry. I, you know, I do content for a living. I'm not, yeah. no, this is just fun. Yeah. And the, this, um, is, this is how I get out and see what the world looks like from outside of my little hole. Uh, I think it's great. It's awesome. Um, so public transport wise, what's the sort of spectrum of if you want to get around, you're a walking guy, you're smashing it with all the miles that you're doing at the moment. But if it's super cold outside or it's super hot and you don't want to be walking, how do you get around? Uh, so we have the uh, the bus. May I have the keys, please? I'm sorry. I was trying to signal him to like, just let <laughs> me get the keys so I, can, so I can get out of here. And he's, he's trying to be all nice and dignified. I don't know why. It's just a bunch of white people. I don't know why he's so scared to talk to him. But... Um, I'm going outside where we can we can be more comfortable. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we walk around. I mean, so it depends because that kind of goes into the uh, the uh, the stigma of mm. the situation. Yeah. And uh, if you give me two seconds, I'm gonna run to the car and I can really tell you how it feels yeah. because uh, yeah, I can't tell you that in there because I'm in the hood and you may hear gunshots if I give you that answer. Is it, so, it's crazy, uh, isn't it? Like just. Because for, so, when we speak to you, like how much of it is, is it over um, you doing a bit of gear or a bit of entertainment versus reality? Because when we talk to you, it is seems pretty intense. Like, you know, this this vision of, you know, you can't say shit and all that sort of thing. Where, where do you think it actually – where where does it actually lie for you in your, in your head, do you think? So uh, I had to come outside to answer that question yeah. because that would have gotten really – Intense in the neighborhood that I'm in. Yeah. But um, a lot of people that use – so in, in your part of town mm. or in more civilized or more progressive parts of town, public transportation is kind of elevated. It's looked at as uh, a convenience. Yeah. Where in this part of town, if you use public transportation, you're poor, you're belittled. Mm-hmm. And so most of us would rather drive a Beamer and a BMW than walk or ride yeah. a bike. And part of the thing where it kind of made me start to walk is like, why do I have to fucking be poor or not be able to buy a car just because I walk? Yeah, yeah. I do. I like that idea. I li- actually like Which that. Idea? Well, the, the, the walking 
is this sort of neutral yeah. thing, which well, is like, can't place it. like well, CEOs, I don't know if he's poor. He's CEOs rich. walk, homeless people, walk. everyone walk. needs to fucking walk, right? It's the, it's right. a, it's a but, shame uh, that there's the fucking, that we apply stigmas to certain forms of yeah, transport. It, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of stigma. Like, mm. because a lot of it is the, as I said earlier about the, the deepness of this mentality where, mm. A lot of black people walk 12 miles to, to, to school and then mm. they got a car and like, fuck you, I ain't walking no more. Yeah. And, and and so a lot of that is, is what's embedded that if you're walking, you, you need to, you know, you need to get your shit up. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, no, I can have my shit up and still walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Where, Eric, and, where, where yeah. do you think that stigma has come from? Is there anything that you put your finger on as to why that is being created or developed so so we're going to get real dark for a moment but then again you know i'm a positive guy so we can dig us out of this dark hole so we'll be okay so when i was young and i was talking about this earlier i said oh i'm going to be the one to change the world blah blah blah. uh i i I challenge you to look up what is called the willie lynch theory Mm -hmm. willie lynch was the biggest fucking racist of all time yeah and Willie Lynch is the guy that I swear to God I would dig up and give him a fucking award because he was a fucking genius. Why do you say that? He he created a theory that not only enslaved people physically but enslaved them mentally mm. so bad that psychologically we can't even get out of it. Yeah. And and so for a guy who woke up and said, "Oh, I'm gonna change the world," I've already realized at 34 with me being whatever you want to call me, an activist, a leader, whatever I am, mm. that if you look at a lot of my content, you hear me say that I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about the people who are going to watch this 20 or 30 years from now because I already kicked it down the, down the road. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that even I, as much as I believe that I'll be able to do, will not fix. Mm. Do you think there's a book called The Willie Lynch Letter and the Making of a Slave? I wonder if that's... There might be. A, yeah. Well, I mean, a Wikipedia, the University of Google will tell you everything. Have yeah. you heard of the place? It's actually a free education. You should try it. I mean, yeah. Wikipedia describes Tommy as a run-of-the-mill podcaster. So I was about just, to say, we don't, use, we, don't, we don't use those fuckfaces. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> exactly. When they stop defaming yeah. my co-host, I'll start reading their shit. Yeah. But um, that's Wikipedia aside. The um, I was going to... I had a question. If yeah. you go on, TJ. Well, I was just going to say, there's another. I've just found a book that's called "Breaking the Curse of Willie Lynch: The Science of Slave Psychology." So you, you're really talking. I mean, I, I'm so curious to know more about. This. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to ask. Um, ask you, Eric. Was, I wouldn't read that book if I were you, because uh, you're you're doing this lovely job. You're doing so beautiful, mm. and I applaud you for not drinking. But if you do read that book, it may drive you back. So. <laughs> I would just put that aside for a little while, just yeah. just 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 for a little while. Yeah, you, did got say, a, you did say it's a dark place to it's go. Go, It's got a good um, ratings on Amazon. A lot of people are reading it. Yeah. The um, oh, oh. Uh, Eric, you were talking uh, when we spoke on on Saturday. You were talking about sort of maybe how you feel Why about are you things <laughs> like Los Angeles and New York. How you sort of touched on it a little bit. What is the um, What's your feeling being in not one of those sort of coast, uh, you know, those air, those specific uh, areas, those sort of big hubs, 
and how the US is represented. What do you think if we're getting all of our, if Australians are getting all of their sort of content from some of these hubs, what is the main thing that we're missing? So a lot of, uh, we, we talked about this on Saturday. I don't know why you're telling everybody on Disney. I, thought we had a, I, didn't, I, I didn't know we had an open relationship. But that's my heart. No, I tell but, people uh, everything. It's one of my uh, faults. See, ask Mister Ninety Seven. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. Oh man. Now <laughs> you're telling tell what we really did. Just don't tell them what we really did, okay? okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. I still haven't got to come off the wall yet. But, uh, <laughs> Fuck, that's funny, Eric. But, but, yeah, uh, go on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, uh, a lot of folks look at. So, most of you, or most of your viewers, or listeners. Uh, notice how I put both of those in, plug yeah, in the YouTube uh, and the podcast. See, see I'm, 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 I'm a pro at this. Listeners and um, viewers, nailed it. Yeah. So uh, they, they look at... Um, Tommy well, only Andrew just realized that we're filming it now. You sort of looked a bit puzzled. Yeah, we film I every just, episode. I just lost what you said. Yeah, Where yeah. am I? <laughs> Go on, Eric. I, 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 you, you sure you stopped drinking? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit tweaked. So uh, a lot of folks, I can take these things out of my ear because they're going to die. A lot of folks, oh, oh, okay. All right. No, no, we're good. We can okay. hear you still. It's all good. Yes, I thought I hung up on you. No. A lot of folks look at Los Angeles. They look at New York. They look at Miami. They look at um, those places, and they miss something. Mm. The thing that they miss is that you have you have California, New York, and Florida. Mm-hmm. But there's 47 other fucking states in the goddamn union. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a lot of those states have so many unique things that get missed uh, that, that could be considered hilariously fun. Mm. And, I, and I feel that if there was going to be a new project, I, I, I was determined that in my content creation, in my career, that three places I would never go is Los Angeles. I would never go to New York City and I would never go to Florida. Mm. I would go to Miami just because I'm a uh, Miami Dolphins fan. But past <laughs> by that, it's like there's not shit I want in those places yeah. because every fucking body knows about that. Mm. How, do you, how do you avoid, though, when you start talking about the different states and Virginia and places like that, that you want to be able to talk about the um, racial tensions or things like that, but how how do you how do you move forward and how do you work with say looking at it from a communications exercise how do you demonstrate that virginia is more than just a racist state full of tension we're going to have to kick that down the road buddy yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so do you think it's going to be leading do you still think that the uh, the issues based communication is the 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 thing that needs to be sort of brought forward first? So it, it's kind of like um, you have a, how do I put it? It's kind of like uh, you have roaches in your house. Mm. And a lot of people will just spray the roaches they see. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you got to figure out where they're coming from. Yeah. That's the biggest issue of racism and depravities in America is, A, where they're coming from. Mm. And B, the second issue is we got roaches. We may plug the hole, 
but what caused it and are we still doing the same thing that could potentially keep them coming back mm. so those two issues are what leads the problem in America mm-hmm. because a we don't know where it's coming from we're still trying to figure that out and b we're still doing racist shit even though we don't realize we're doing it yeah yeah i think you you hit the nail on the head it's there's some really deep embedded psycho um, psychology in in humans and throughout america that is probably the, the case from the you know the hundreds and hundreds of years of history where stuff was very very different and so, so but how do you move forward i guess that, how do you that, identify that. so so number one uh there was something that i i i i Bill Clinton, who was the 42nd president of the United States, mm-hmm. is, is a genius. And sometimes you listen to him and you don't necessarily listen to him when he's talking slow mm-hmm. because that's when he, he's trying to, you know, get you to suck a penis. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> but you listen to him when he's talking fast mm-hmm. because that's when he'll tell you the truth. And, and so, like, he rushed through one time. He's like, there would never be equality in a, in a market-free society. And he just fed right on through that because the reality is as long as we are on the hunt for money, mm. we will always be carnivores and mm. dog-eat-dog, a dog-eat-dog society. And that's not just in America. That's in any country. Yeah. If I got $2 and so this, let me, let me break this down in two seconds and we're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, so you had slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you had the top 1%. They were the they were the bosses. So I want you to think about this and tell me if this makes sense to you. So white people were the ones working, the black people were the ones that was doing it for free. Mm-hmm. Then they freed them. Okay. Then it was told, oh, we gotta pay them. All right. Yeah. So it's five hundred dollars in the budget. The boss has a lot more money, but his cap is only five hundred dollars. He's not giving you any more. Mm-hmm. So now he's gotta pay the black people. So what did he do? He split the five hundred dollars in half. So now white people make it two hundred and fifty dollars, and he's giving it else to the black people. And the white man says, "Why is my check cut?" He's like, "Blame the black people." Hello, racist. Mm. So it's a so it becomes an issue of the the from the top, right? It's that it's that yeah, one. Is yeah, it, so yeah. the focus on? Do you think that the the focus on the one percent that we're currently seeing or seen over the last few years? Do you think that that 1% conversation is as much about race than it is about economic sort of um, standards? So in, in my Instagram post, which I said the other week was very uncomfortable, actually early, I don't know if you saw it, mm-hmm. where I said that slavery was never going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I said the reality is there will always be a master and there will always be a slave mm. because Truth be told, if you have a job, you're a slave. Mm. Back in the day, slavery was, I went to work, and in return, he gave me a hot and a cot, and, and that was it. Now, the slave return is, I give you a paycheck. Yeah. I can choose who my master is. But do you think that the, the job is um, doesn't racially discriminate is that is that part of it is it the reality that in any workplace there's all different types of of people that that hold jobs yeah i mean it, it's a lot to that conversation and we're definitely not going to unpack it in one episode yeah. Yeah. now i mean 
you have a 10-year plan. Let's go ahead and take a journey. <laughs> yeah, but he's on to it. I, I'm like, I wasn't going to do it. But uh, <laughs> but it, it's a thing of, it, it's a lot to it. Yeah. And it's it's a slow process. And, and the reality of it is, is, is it's going to take people like what we're doing here mm. that can get past it and look at each other from an equal playing field. Like, hey, I'm Eric, you're Josh, you're Tommy. Mm. We're both or all three of us are smart mm. motherfuckers and mm. we can handle our own weight. And, you know, I don't need you and you don't need me, but together we can do awesome, soft things. If, if that becomes the narrative, then it ends. Yeah, Eric. But that's a slow burn. Does yes. is it, do any of your friends um, hear what you're doing, talking with us, the whitest show in Australia. <laughs> it sounds like we're some sort of fucking supremacy, like skinhead supremacist. No, no, we're definitely we're the not. whitest show in Australia. Like we are the fucking who's the who's Who? the the crazy dude that was just on Joe Rogan today? Oh, Alex Jones. <laughs> we're not Alex Jones. We're, jo- no, we're, we're not, not the Alex Jones of Australia. To be clear, you haven't come on the Alex Jones show. Don't but stress, Eric. Do, what do your friends think about talking to two you know white dudes from Australia? They've already realized that I'm crazy as hell. <laughs> so that there is, uh, in many cases, I act out of a level of fearlessness. Yeah. Even though a lot of shit I do scares the hell out of me, but I act out of a level of fearlessness. So I, me it, it, me talking to white people is not unusual because mm. I've, I've done it all my life. Me being in a conversation with white people is not unusual because I've done it all my life. What were your parents so, like? But hang on. I just want to yeah. know, do you – but I know that that's your case, otherwise you wouldn't be on the show, but friends of yours, is there – I'm trying to understand the, the psychology of some of your friends. Is there some – is it different? Like are you an anomaly? I mean, if you're asking does this happen all the time, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Most – so, I, I, I invite you to do one thing, and, and all of your followers and listeners to do something. Go on YouTube and go through YouTubers. Mm. See how many black people you see. Yeah. What's the answer? Well, I mean, I'll do it, but... <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's not, like, I definitely... there's not a lot? I think about the follower, like, who I subscribe if, if you, to. If you, yeah. if you look at the top YouTubers, how many mm. of them are black? Yeah. Yeah, well, the thing—I so, mean—that's the thing. If you look at the, if you actually look at who the uh, characters, black characters, are in YouTube, who is it? It's fucking Casey Neistat's delivery guy, Marcus. No, yeah. not Marcus. It's fucking yeah. no, no, no. I'm not talking yeah. about him. Oh uh, yeah, MKB, oh, MKBHD. Yeah, he's he's a he's a black guy who's doing amazing stuff, but he's definitely yeah. But 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 so 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 we have we have one. Yeah, yeah. We have one, and and and. And for every 10, we have one. And that's mm-hmm. not YouTube's fault. Mm-hmm. That's not the creator's fault. That's that, that we have not done a great job at presenting it. So the reality is the MK, the, uh, you know who he is. I can't. MKBHD. M- yeah. MKBHD, yeah. The people like him and I, the reason why we're in this spot is because we branched out and went deep. Mm-hmm where the rest of them didn't. So they're still over there. Most of them think a YouTuber is just a guy who puts videos on YouTube. No, yeah. that's just a guy who knows how to upload. That's not a YouTuber. Yeah. That's not a content creator. So, mm. so, so we don't know what that is yet, 
and it's a great so YouTube is still a great market. As big as it is, as complex as it is, as oversaturated as it is, YouTube, Facebook, podcasting is still a great avenue to be in because there's a huge populace, not just black people, but mm. white folks who don't know it exists yet. Yeah. Right. I so love you. You're I, the best. I, You're the best, Eric. And the, it's um it's a good perspective like it's a good perspective and it's something like is there if we were to action things i think the cool, cool thing with having you on is it's like get us excited to read books and to do things i mean who's who's someone if i could if i could just say this yeah. first to finish this thought yeah that i for anyone content wise creator wise whether it's you guys or just me anyone out there listening or watching who like i don't want to do this because uh, i can't get popular blah, blah blah let me tell you what I have discovered in the last two years is that there is a huge population that has not been tapped yet. Mm. So, so don't look at Casey Neistat and his 10 million viewers. That, that's just one side. That's not even a dot on the ass of life of people who <laughs> do not know this stuff exists. So if you really reach, that's why I said, don't go to L.A., mm. don't go to New York, don't go to Florida. Go to the other 47 states who don't know it exists mm. and win those people. That's where your marketplace is going to be. Well, yeah. There's and, there's, there. and the other thing too is there's, a, there's always there's a bit of a joke, I think, uh, internationally that the U.S. are very sort of inward focused so that they... It's the only place on... That yeah, is the, Earth. The, the U.S., the, that Americans sort of see America as the center of the Earth and all that sort of thing. And I guess to your point, it's like if the focus is on Los Angeles, on Florida or on uh, New York, there's so much work that happen, needs to happen internally from that state level before... That there can even be the process of being like, oh, like we've got all these other areas and we are all mm. fucking doing the same thing and we all can be viewing each other's content and getting mm. u- unique perspectives and having conversations. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, that's all they've done. That, yeah. That's literally all the use. So you go back, and, and I'm, and I'm going to say this mm. because I, 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 it's something that's been on my head for a long time. Mm-hmm. You can count... There's mil- hundreds of thousands of content creators on the internet. But you can count on one hand how many can do something with nothing. Mm-hmm. Casey Neistat is a big YouTuber. Yeah. But with take away all his effects, he's not shit. Mm. Think about it. Take away everything. Take away all the content. Take away all of the, the big things he's been able to do. He's not shit. Mm. Take somebody like Shane Dawson. You give him a chair and a bottle of water, he can fucking have you rolling for 20 years. Yeah. And because so a, he's got internal talent. Yeah. And I guess there's... I mean, there's, there's plenty of people that don't have internal talent that are optimizing what is around them and optimizing the yeah, tools. Yeah, they're, they're using the system. Mm. They're yeah. using effects to get them where they are. But somebody like Shane Dawson has it in him. Yeah, yeah. And that's a skill, right? There is a skill in being able to see what's around you. But if I think that with where all this is going, where podcasting is going, where video creation is going, it's as it becomes more and more democratized, I think that like in Australia, for example, Australia has some of the best cinematographers in the world. And the reason why they say, say that is because 
in Australia, we're dealing with all of these different harsh environments and when there would be a, a Hollywood film coming to, to Australia, they, you know, there's, there's not a huge, huge amount compared to, you know, um, Los Angeles. And so they get very, very good. And that's through all of that, the friction. And so I think to, to your point, Eric, it's like the, there's an opportunity in not having much. There's the opportunity in stripping everything back and having a bottle of water and a chair. Mm. And because then it becomes a process of storytelling at its essence. Mm. And then without all the bullshit. It's actually what I love about yeah. your your videos, Eric. It's like, you know, they're shot on a phone. Is that what you're shooting them on? Yeah. Yeah, and, and the content and you and what you're bringing to them is, is awesome. And so you're so, not relying on so, the other so stuff. The thing, right. So, so the thing about, think about me, that, that was one of the things that I realized is that I'm not going to win mm. in the cinematography world. Yeah. I cannot outproduce Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. I cannot outproduce Peter McKinnon. I cannot outproduce Logan Paul. But from a creative standpoint, from a personality standpoint, I can run with the best of them. Yeah, I love the love the confidence. And 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 and, and, and I mean that that, that 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 if you think about it, my work speaks for itself. Absolutely. From a personality standpoint, I can run with the best of them. Mm. Love it. And the reality of that is I knew that's how I'd win. Yeah. No, I agree, Eric. Now. Give this man a clap. Come yeah, exactly. on. Oh, yeah, I've got – I don't know which sound effect. I reckon it's that one. Oh, there yeah. we go. We've got it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're thank you very much. We've got a live I, I audience. Like thank Mama. <laughs> I would like to thank my daddy for this great Relying on the bells and whistles over here, mate. We've got the sound effects, yeah, the exactly. production. But um, thanks for coming on again, mate. Uh, each week, yeah, we're, we're going to have a yeah, we'll have a chat. If anyone's got any specific questions for Eric, we're constantly reposting his shit on uh, our Insta stories. But hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send a specific question because we just think it's fun to like. Other than just the two gronks, like you, you are a um, a gronk by proxy, uh, Eric. I hope you. Te- you're hope team you know gronk. Yeah, you're part of <laughs> team gronk, and so as a as a team gronk I'm, member, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the club. You are. I'm you a are. Part of the club. You are a fellow gronk, and so yeah, it's oh. awesome just getting your perspective on shit because, uh, as we we just uh, talked about at the start of the show describing where we are, just the fringes of the central business district here in Melbourne. It's fucking blows yeah. my mind to think that we're able to have these types of conversations. That's so really cool. I, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just, uh, if, if I could for a second, mm. I, I just want to say that it makes me feel so good to let me know, for me to know that I'm a part of Team Grunk and, <laughs> um, you know, and, and the bishop is very happy. I've considered myself to be the bishop now. I'm the bishop <laughs> of the bi- life. The, the bishop is that an yeah. is that a nickname? Have we come up with the great the bishops on the phone? <laughs> the bishop. Yeah, yes, yeah, we have we have we have the bishop on the phone. I mean, yeah. I mean, I started the- to answer my I started to answer the phone like yeah, a bishop speaking. But I realized that I was in a black town. They might really think I was a bishop, and they want me to start praying for people. And I was like, uh, get off of me. The, um, the, um, yeah. the, the clergy doesn't have great PR at the moment here in Australia. So yeah, but um, I think it's the clergy doesn't have great PR anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty backwards. Yeah, it's pretty bad for them. Um, yeah. Eric, mate, uh, thanks, buddy. Have a good night. We'll chat to you soon. 
Yes, sir. It's always nice to talk to you. My Friday is not it's not what it needs to be unless we have our conversation. Uh, I look forward to continuing that. Yeah, we need to work out because Thursday here, but we need to at some point. Uh, you were talking about a Fat Fridays uh, bit, so I think we need to. I'll bring come, in. Yeah, we need to come up with some sort of food. Food. Yeah, yeah you could be eating thing. dinner while we're eating lunch, yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Thanks, Thanks Eric. Eric. We're figuring that out. Yeah, yeah fine. perfect. See awesome. You, See you, mate. I love Eric. Always love chatting to him. Yeah, it did, like I just put my sort of self in that space of being over in Norfolk. Yeah. Like looking at some photos, you start sort of building out some sort of idea of where he is. Mm. I mean, Eric, he's saying, you know, he's in the hood. Mm. He's at the supermarket. I oh, just I love it. Like, this is the, the thing is that doing these types of chats, I just could fucking talk, like ask questions forever. <laughs> like it's fun just getting a perspective yeah. and just realising that we don't know all the details and the specifics yeah. and just trying to pinpoint yeah. what it all means it's great and perspective is different to ours so that's mm. what we're we're pulling on i think if the, if you are somewhere around the world and you want to have a chat to us yeah i mean we've now got this ability to be able to facetime you through our system so mm. I, if there's anyone else out there eric your place isn't being taken mate you are <laughs> well i think we're slowly building correspondence if yeah. we could and we've we've tapped into virginia earlier yeah early, i wouldn't mind good. to tap into russia we've yeah. got a we've got a contact in russia someone yeah. listens from afghanistan yeah so if we could it would be great to eventually you know have people all around the world that we can pull from because yeah. it's we understand that there's like this one perspective which is heaps of fun yeah but I also, I also like the fucking. I like that we can start off by joking, and then go fucking serious yeah. and all that sort of shit. And then um, end on a down. No, no, no. no we're back. Gonna, it's we're a back. daily talk show. Hi, at the daily talk show.com If you want to send us an email, yeah, uh, tomorrow, uh, Fat, Fat Fridays. Fridays. Hopefully, we've got Ryan John on. He's got something to tell us. Um, we've from also, WA, from Western w- Australia. Yeah, our Western Australian correspondent. Uh, we've also got something that um, has been created for mm. the the squeegee. Yeah, the squeegee keyring cult, Mm. which we'll show you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Catch ya.